0: back,
1: what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Keith Robertson, and you are listening to I Pray This Helps ah it's been a while since we've done one of these and i'm excited very excited to do one of these um one of the first ones that i did i had my friend deontay collier on here to talk about depression um um he is back um has made has continued to make a name for himself and more importantly make a name for our lord and savior jesus christ um, a man of many talents, a man with a heart after God and a heart after God's own heart. Um, he's uh, newly wed, recently married. Super yeah. excited for him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, starting a family. Um, and I'll leave it at that because I haven't spoken to him about <laughs> <laughs> something, so I'll just keep some things on the hush. But I'm very, very excited for him in his family and the things that God has done in his life and continues to do in his life. Um, I'm always amazed that um, his concern about (laughs) um, where he's going um, artistically and all of that type of stuff. And I just, you know, I just keep telling him like, yo, do your thing, dog. Like you, everything ain't going to be for me, but some stuff, is for me you know i mean that he does like this song right here i should have started off with this um like how i intended (laughs) Mm. how i intended on doing i'll just shut up and let and let the music talk and speak for itself um but tay how you doing man real quick before we even get into it how you doing man
2: yeah i'm doing well man uh thanks for having me here man i really just love what you're doing with the podcast and just love the truth that's coming from it man i've always known Mm. you to be a truth teller so Mm. i'm excited to just be a part of it bro
1: i appreciate that man um really appreciate that and i think that's that's why we're here and we'll get it we'll get into that and i've kind of been leaning into that a lot more right Mm -hmm. um where the world says The world says like, man, you should just let people be how they're going to be. You should just let people think this and you should just like, why are you such a stickler for this and stickler for that? It's like, man. Mm. I love truth. I love truth. I love truth and I love justice and knowing like just the need for truth because I love people like it is that trickle down effect because I do love God. Mm. i love i love people right mm-hmm. and because i love people i know that i know that people need truth right because i love god i love people and because i love god i love truth and because i love people i love truth for people so yeah and and, and you know like when we were younger um and we started going to blueprint shout out the blueprint. Yeah, um, yeah. we I'm older than you, but you know, we were two young guys really searching for truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was the one thing that connected us was the fact that we both were hungry for truth and we both had a hunger for God and wanted to be right for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Of course we're accepted by God. Of course, we're we're in the fold and all of that type of stuff, but we the thing was we wanted to please him.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: and and worship him. We wanted to worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I went by the name of Deuce Banner for a while, as you know. Bring him back. And, bring him back. And I, well, no, I he's gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. I um. He's and that's a topic for another time. But you have a song called Banner, uh, mm. which makes me, I'm like, I was like, why didn't he ask me to be on this song? And then I just think back, like, maybe he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely asked you to be on a few songs that I've dropped exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. So here's Banner, um, by Tay Collier featuring Zay Jones and was it Tory Deshaun,
2: <laughs> Tory Deshaun, Tory Deshaun. Tori Deshaun. Yeah, Tori Excuse Deshaun. me.
1: Banner featuring Banner by uh Tay Kalya featuring Zay Jones and and uh Tory
2: Whenever I been a blind bag, he go be me, and he go after me They call me so many names before, but they him, I'm a masterpiece Ain't me cut, then my dad I go by the master speech Ain't no door that's locked to me, he can't get to, we got master key If it's for me, I'ma get it for real blessings, tell it to me, it's specific for real I took the old and exchanged for new, he delighted me, making me different for real Ain't no more down bad now, it's big red on me, I ain't talking about Having blues in my life, but it's where we arrange it so many I will see the goodness of the
0: Lord in the land hmm. the I will see mm. the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will see the goodness of the Lord
2: in the land of living. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. change ain't better out praising Flip it, change ain't better out praise Flip it, change ain't better out brazy. Flip Plus better,
0: it. Yeah.
1: That is Banner yeah. by Tate Collier featuring Zay Jones and Tori Deshawn. Yeah, you can go stream that wherever you are able to stream. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Super proud of you, dog, for real, for real. Um, we are here to talk about some things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh you know i i sent uh i sent a post out to a few people on my instagram and tay was one of them and he was like you need to talk about this on your podcast mm. and i was like i don't know how we talked about him coming on but i knew it was a thing i'm like yo now nah, pull up <laughs> yeah pull up i i need some help on this um and so um, it is from a pastor. I won't say the church and I won't say his name. Um, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Tay, uh when he said, when he was saying it, right. Mm-hmm. That it was a thought that I used to have. Mm. Not like a real strong thought, but I was like, "Well, if the if it was given, okay, I'll I'll explain. You know, I'll I'll, I'll let him I let him hear it first, and we'll go from there." All right, okay? for sure. yeah. Uh so I'm going to pull it up right now, but I guess I should talk through it because <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to start in the middle or anything. Oh, by the way, shout out to all the patrons out there we are streaming live for the patrons y'all know how i give it up for the patrons i do not play when it comes to y'all um i appreciate y'all continued uh support and all of that so you will always get things first always shout um, out to y'all. yeah but uh shout out to the patrons but i will be putting this on um you know on uh spotify for other people to hear because this is for the 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 masses, but this is a patron um, Patreon exclusive as far as a live, live is concerned. So there you have that. All right. So here is a clip that I that I found to be very egregious, and, and uh, we're going to talk about that.
0: Are actually over 600 old covenant laws, but the bedrock of all of them is the Ten Commandments. They were the spine of all morality. Now, let me just preface this as a sidebar that you can study for yourself. If you are not a Jew, the old covenant was not given to you. The, the law of Moses was given to Israel we as gentiles were engrafted in to the body but we were engrafted after the crucifixion which means we didn't even get included until the covenant was already new so if you're not a jew the law don't even apply to you so we sing a whole lot about needing to get free from the law it's a law you were never put under there are actually over 600 old covenant laws.
1: Yes. Yeah, the... So, yeah. So that's what, that is what was said. That is uh, what a clip, <laughs> that is a clip that we got. I do want to say that first to preface it before we get into all of this. It is a clip. But it is a clip, so we don't have the full sermon to go off of. It might have been taken out of contact, da-da-da-da-da. At the same time, this is a clip that he put out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not a clip that someone else took and said, this is what I want to use. He put it out, put it on his page, and put a caption under it saying, we don't talk about this enough in church.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sir, we don't talk about it enough in church because this shouldn't be talked about <laughs> because it's nothing that's not anything to talk about from that standpoint in my personal opinion um but yeah. I like I was saying Tay, uh when I you know like as a as a young when I was younger in the faith I you know what I mean that thought ran across my mind mm-hmm. right yeah but the but the more you read the more you know and the more you know you know that you know why mm-hmm. and um so yeah what were your thoughts when you when you when i sent it to you when you uh watched it
2: well on first listen like when you first started talking i was like oh, okay like he was speaking with authority you know he was speaking as if he had done a lot of studying and things like that so i was like oh, okay like this like it's going to be something that's 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 good, right? But mm. as he kept talking, uh, <laughs> it just it it didn't like. And this is not to like shoot at him or nothing. Like it's just it as he kept talking, like it kept stirring up in my in my spirit. Like nah, like mm. something about this not right. But I couldn't mm-hmm. put a pin on it just right then and there, right? Mm. So the more and more he uh was talking. more and more i was like nah this this ain't right this ain't Mm. right um so my immediate thought was like well if the law doesn't apply to us then like why why did jesus die on the cross you know what i'm Mm. saying like Mm. why like what's the purpose of us needing to be redeemed and things like that Mm. if Mm. the law just does not apply to certain people you know, mm. up into a certain point. Like, if God's right. law is not universal, then then what's the point? But even further, I think about the conscience, right? The conscience okay. tells us what's right and wrong, right? And whether mm-hmm. you're a believer or you're not, you have a conscience inside of you. And that conscience tells you what is right and what's wrong. There's a universal truth for what is right and what is wrong. Most mm-hmm. people would agree unless you are just On some other stuff that Mm -hmm. telling the truth is right, but lying is wrong. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? That's a universal example as to what um as to how the law applies to all of us because the law was given to all of us. And here's another example Mm -hmm. Romans 2, 14 through
1: 15. Are you about to like do this whole uh podcast in five
2: minutes? Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. Like, Go ahead. Go slow ahead. down. I mean, you asked me what my initial thought was, and bro, this that is all my of that was just
1: <laughs> Like, I promise you, bro.
2: I sat there and I really had to wrestle with it because I was like, I was torn because I'm yeah. listening to the I'm listening to the man talk, but yeah. he's speaking with so much authority. To where I'm like, bro, he gotta like he had to have had some time studying mm. to speak with this much authority. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my you,
1: initial thought. Man, you know what I realized? What's that? You know what I you know what I realized over this 33 years of living? What's that? The the older I get, the more and more I realize how careful I have to be with things that I say.
2: Mhm.
1: I remember like say, you know, you know um you know, I got it, you know, the church, you know, the church and a couple of churches when they were dealing with me on some issues, Yeah. you know, they were telling me like, yo, people look up to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? And I'm like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just out here living life. You know what yeah, I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I and I,
1: that. and I had no clue. That people were looking to me as some sort of authority figure. I didn't have no freaking title. I am mm. no, you know what I'm saying? I,
0: yeah.
1: I would just come to church and not yeah. even every Sunday. Why are y'all yeah. looking? Why are y'all looking to me? I,
2: mm-hmm. Why
1: are y'all looking at me as somebody, you know what I mean? But yeah. and that's the thing. Like the older I got, the more I understood just the the gravity of it all right Mm -hmm. of of having a voice and Mm -hmm. sometimes the way in which you speak can be very authoritative right and so people gravitate to that and say that man is speaking with authority so i might not agree but he still might be right Mm -hmm. just because of the way in which he's saying it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they might not verbalize it like that but nevertheless right and so yeah so some a lot of times people they can speak with authority say things Mm matter-of-factly and be wrong there was a lot of times i would say stuff and i would be matter-of-fact about it and be dead wrong Mm -hmm. many many times and so the older i get the more i realize uh, you know like when i was um Leading a Bible study when I was leading people within our actual church, uh-huh. I would, you know, I mean, I knew I couldn't say everything, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. everything that I wanted to say, and you know, what I mean, because it could get contorted and all of that type of stuff, even as a dad of you know, what I mean, I'm a and she's one, but I'm like, man, I can't, I want to say this and I want to joke like this, but I know I have to watch my tongue because I'm her dad, yeah, and a joke ain't going to come off the same way just because i'm her dad so and so some things that you say when you a preacher ain't gonna come off the same because you're a preacher there's a certain title there Mm -hmm. and so you know what i mean so before we get even really for get into it for real i'm glad you brought that up yeah the man is speaking with authority yeah because there's a certain level of, of authority that comes first of all how are you speaking which is fine I mean, but then there's a certain level of authority that comes with being behind the pulpit. And when you behind the pulpit, I'm sorry, sir, you're not perfect, but you're going to have to be <laughs> mm-hmm. when you have to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I say that, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, of course, of, yeah. of course you're not.
2: Of you're, course not you're not, you're not perfect. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to fight to really make sure that what you are speaking is solely Absolutely. from scripture. And exactly. it's 100% lining up with scripture. I give
1: you y- that's exactly what I'm saying. You have to be as fastidious as possible mm. when you yeah. up there, and when you and like, and before you get up there, and when you breaking down the word of God, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like, and that's why a lot of times, you, sometimes you get prideful pastors or prideful preachers preachers because they can't get up there and say yo i made a mistake when i was up here and i said that i was wrong about that you know i mean because you don't want people looking at you as less of the of, of the authority that you are when it comes to the word of god
2: and that's crazy bro it is it really crazy. is it is it really is bro because we <laughs> live in such a culture where it's like everybody wants to get an instagram quote or mm-hmm. some type of quotable in the sermon so much so that they'll kind of force points you know to where yeah instead of doing script like preaching scripture line by line precept by precept now we get a lot of um just um topic based sermons Mm. you know what i'm saying and Mm. and i don't i'm not a i'm not somebody who says that's wrong that's all the way wrong because i'm like bro like Sometimes you just need a topical study, you know? Like sometimes it's yeah. like, hey, you got people that's dealing with lust in the church or something like that, mm-hmm. and you you talk about it, you know? Right. But when it comes to the point where like you are literally making up these topics and you are forcing scripture to kind of match that topic, right? Thinking yeah. nobody'll kind of know or thinking that you might be able to get away with this or get away with that, or you just are ignorantly doing it then that's yeah. where the problem comes
1: in yeah well said i pray this helps is a podcast it, we, i know we haven't done it in a while but i pray just to jog you guys' memory about the purpose of this i pray this helps is a podcast that tries to or and helps you to um sift through some of these things some of these issues you know what i mean and some of these things that is like well well, this is churchy stuff, but why, you know what I mean? Like, or, or uh, um, this is tradition. Like what's tradition and what is just tradition for tradition's sake? And what is, you know what I mean? And what is tradition because Christ says so, or because God said so it helps you sift, sift through the fluff it helps you sift through like, you know, and helps you Lord willing helps you to be able to hear the Lord's voice more clearer. And that's why it's called I Pray This Helps because we do indeed pray that this helps. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about the law.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> we are here to talk about the law so many times. You know what I mean? Like we just want to be our, we just want to be free, right? Mm-hmm. We want to be we do want to be free from the law. That's a part of the good news of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Is being free from the law of sin right mm-hmm. but it's like as paul goes on to say in romans that yo you basically and i'm i'm saying he's saying it much nicer than what i'm about to say you're gonna be a slave to something mm-hmm. okay you're either gonna be a slave to christ or you're gonna be a slave to sin but you're gonna be a slave to something mm-hmm. ain't no getting around it now thank god now I, now praise but praise god that if we are in Christ and we are slaves to Christ is much better than being a slave to sin because he's like, y'all don't call you servants. I don't call you slaves, I don't call you. He's like, I, I he's like, I call you friend. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, my sons and my daughters, you know, like joint heirs with Christ, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying, if indeed you suffer with him, you will, you will um, glory with him. You will reign with him. Right. All of that is beautiful except the suffering part but you know i mean like it's beautiful because we reign with them um um let's talk to but let's talk to the people about the law tay in your own words as the spirit gives utterance yes i'm being mad i'm being mad christiany today (laughs) yes yes
0: yes
2: yes
1: yes as the spirit gives gives utterance what is the law
2: um, uh, the law, the law, I would say that, um, the law is something that, uh, God gave to his people in order to show them, Hey, here is the, the outer ring, right? The outer mm. ring, right. And, uh, and beyond this outer ring is fire, right? Mm. If you step outside of this ring, you will get burned but if you stay inside of this ring you'll be good Mm. so in a nutshell that's what i would say the law is
1: okay i'm looking up scriptures on the law Um, yes sir yes sir um but yeah but before i get to that um the law uh when the bible itself i mean that's a good description of what you gave the law um was given yes it was indeed given to the israelites now when the Bi- when when god and when the bible talks about the law he has given it to the israelites the chosen people of god right Mm-hmm. guys chosen people they the chosen ones and i used to i'm like oh snap well god's got a chosen people that's crazy like he's but he's chosen all like we're we're like we're saved we're christians dah, 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 dah. you have to understand and this is this is why this is so important this is why what what the pastor or preacher was saying was so egregious right mm-hmm The gift of salvation is literally the greatest gift you can ever receive. Yeah. And I'm not being, I'm not being lighthearted about it. I'm not minting words. I'm not lose using it loosely. It is literally the greatest gift that you can receive. And it is free. And a lot of times when something is free. We take it for granted. We tend to take it for granted. And and God is like, you don't know how much this costs. You have no clue how much this gift costs. I gave it to you freely because that's how loving of a God that I am. That's how much I wanted you to be with me. That's how, I wa- how much I wanted to be in relationship with y'all. Yeah. so the law God is so holy right God is so holy God is so so immensely holy I cannot stress it enough God is so holy like so he is the holy one like he is holiness God is so perfect that he he despises and has to despise wickedness has to despise um sin because it is the exact opposite of him he is holy he knows that sin keeps you from him yeah and he don't want that yeah let me answer my own question though um Hold on, what does the I, law mean uh-huh. can i go yes, ahead and please, elaborate please
2: because please, please, please. um when you asked it i just kind of gave that analogy analogy yeah. because i thought you wanted a quick answer all right no no so no. with that being said like because god is so holy there's a righteous requirement that mm-hmm. has to be fulfilled right so god mm-hmm. gives the law god the father gives the law so that we know the righteous requirement, right? Mm, but mm-hmm. as we see this righteous requirement, the, the Bible literally says the purpose of the law is to show us that yo, you can't keep this, like you need an advocate, you need yes. Jesus. Yeah. Right. So yes.
1: hold hold there. Hold there. Go We're go we gonna, we gonna ping pong this thing. Um you need this thing to show you how how utterly holy God is and how utterly sinful you are and how separated from God you are right mm. so God gave God gave Moses these 10 commandments right God gave mm. Moses these 10 commandments but then on top of that he gave them other laws there's like mad laws as as the um preacher was saying right but then on top of those laws, because there's more than ten laws, there was mm-hmm. more than ten rules. But we go off the ten. But those laws make up to Torah, or to the or the Torah, or the Torah, however you want to pronounce it. But um, but there were more laws, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees they started creating more laws on top of the laws that God gave so that they could keep the laws that God gave. Mm. And it was, it got out of hand. Like it was literally like, yo, you can't work on the Sabbath. Remember the Bible says, don't work on the Sabbath. Remember the Sabbath and keep it Holy. And they were like, well, what is work? Hmm. Hmm. If you, if you pick up anything that weighs more than five twigs, you working. Mm. It was that serious because they were trying so hard. Well, people, you know, people wanting to please God, they were like, well, how do I, how do I please God? How do I please God? Well, I don't want to do wrong. I don't want to. I don't want to do wrong because if I if I do something wrong, then I'm gonna, you know, God is not gonna do this, and, and he's not gonna. You know what I mean? It was this. It was. It was. It was separating even more, because mm. yo, I'm trying to keep this thing that I can't even, for real, keep,
2: mm.
1: and that's why when the Bible says. When the Bible says in Matthew, Jesus says, he says, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? But then he says, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Mm. Like Jesus was like, yo, I can't, I've i come to do away with you, your relationship with the law, Right? I've come so that you can have life, because people were very what were, they weren't living, they weren't able to live, and that is not what he intended. That's mm-hmm. not what he intended. So that you know, what I mean, that's go go ahead, Tay, if you want to go off, go yeah, go from there or back up or or whatever.
2: Yes, sir. So I'm gonna go mm-hmm. ahead and go back and okay. go back to um, scripture, just mm-hmm. telling us that the law shows us our sin in Romans chapter seven, um, okay. starting at verse seven, mm-hmm. it says, what then shall we say mm-hmm. that the law is sin by no means, but no if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin
1: for, mm-hmm. I would not
2: have known what it is to covet. If the law had not said you shall not covet. Mm-hmm. All right. So, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and go to verse 8. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment. Through
1: the flesh. Oh, through the commandment.
2: I'm reading ESV. Oh, okay. <laughs> Through the commandment. The- Produced in me all kinds of covetedness. Mm-hmm. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive. This is verse 9. I was once alive apart from the law. But when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. All right? Mm-hmm. So... The reality is Paul is saying like, oh, like if it had not been for the law, I wouldn't have known that I was a I was coveting. So mm-hmm. the law <laughs> is showing me that what I am doing is indeed sin. Right. Yes. There's no question yeah. mark behind it. I mm-hmm. now see it sin because I see it right here, mm-hmm. written right in front of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. you. I'm glad you did. Verse seven uh, or chapter seven. Um, I'm gonna just run through some um, scriptures really quickly about the law. I haven't um I haven't mowed them over, or looked them over. You in the ESV? I'm gonna go to the New Living Translation. I like to go to the New Living Translation for um, people that aren't well versed in scripture. You know what I mean? Because it says it plainly, like in plain English. I am a New American Standard Bible reader myself, but um you know what I mean? I'm cool with other versions. Um, but I do like to read the New Living Translation for people that aren't like really versed in the Bible. So, yeah, uh, so New Living Translation, um, Deuteronomy chapter six, verse six and seven. Now, Deuteronomy, for those of you who don't know, is in the Old Testament. And so we're gonna talk about that too. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commandments that I've given you today. Remember them again and again to your children, Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Romans chapter six verse fifteen. Well, then, since God God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? Of course not. Now, again, just for clarity's sake, the law. If we're not talking about the law in 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 the United States or the you know or the judicial law. You know in idaho or anything like that even we though are a lot of it talk- did
2: come from the bible
1: mm, mm, there you go we talking about the law that god has given the law that god says is written on every man's heart and we'll get there um first corinthians chapter 10 verse 23 this is new testament you say i am allowed to do anything but not everything is good for you you say i'm allowed to do anything but not everything is beneficial For for Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 16, for I command you this day to love the Lord your God and keep his commandments, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Whoa, that's a word for for your boy. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a word for your boy. Yo, be obedient. You are. About to possess the land, all right. That's another, another thank you, Lord. <laughs> Mark chapter 12, verse 31. The second is equally important. This is the second commandment love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Mm. My uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. But the look, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control there is no law against these things
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. now let me go back to what i just said so it is not just like a flippant little statement um Mm -hmm. when i said that a lot of the law comes from the bible now what i'm not saying is that our justice system is keeping the word of god like no what i'm what i'm saying is because i was a criminal justice major is Mm. that the idea of judges and the idea of having laws established to keep people in line and things like that um is a biblical idea because when we Mm. look at scripture we see that the people of israel like they wanted a judge. So they kept coming to God for a judge and God gave them a judge to be a judge over Israel. Mm. So.
1: Yeah. It was like, give us a King. And God was like, um, I'm your King. And it was like, nah, one week can see.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's literally what they said.
2: Now nah, we, one we can talk to <laughs> you talking to me.
1: They said, one, we could see. They said, one, we want, we want a, a guy, a king like the other nations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And God was like, you know what? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you what you think you want. <laughs> i to give you.
1: <laughs> oh man. There's no God like our God, man. So, so yes. Um, but Tay is speaking to something very, very pivotal here, right? It is this thing of, like people know already what is right and what is what is wrong. Mm-hmm. They don't need they don't need two stone tablets to tell them that. They don't need to be Jewish to know that I shouldn't kill this person over here. Mm-hmm.
2: You know
1: what I mean? Like they they don't need they may not need to to know to know the Torah to know that if I steal this car over here. I'm wrong. And and if you and if you are and if you are confused by that at all, um you being locked up and put in the jail will help you remember that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, true. you know what I mean? And so and that's the whole that's this whole thing like I'm like just this, this this world that is built off of off of God is still operated by God and governed in this godly manner to a degree right like we've got like just the way that because people they like to give credit to the universe and stuff like that i'm like well yes the universe works in such a way but how is the universe being run like you know what i mean like so you're not wrong like yo the universe works this way if i do this and if i say this that this will happen and that i'm like yes but you stopping so short Mm-hmm. There is a God that is in control over all of that and and this is a and as much as you try to escape it, you are still living under a Christian world view, yeah, as much as you're trying to escape that thing, and as much as you're trying to deny God, which is Romans talks all about it, it was like, yo, they knew God, they knew him, they did not honor him, and they didn't honor him as God, mm-hmm. and so God gave them up to their own devices, it was like fine if you you know what i mean if i'm not god if i'm not who who i say i am and you know that i am have at it do you th- and this is new testament this is new covenant okay um so let's go to romans chapter two where i was when i you know what i mean like that's what came to my mind romans chapter two and we've hit on it many times at this point uh you know what i'm gonna start in yeah, so I'm going to start in chapter 1, verse 26, and tell you, stop me whenever.
2: All right, for sure. Um,
1: for this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions. So we just talked about it, but this is it right here. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanging the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandon the natural function of the woman and burning their desire toward one another. Men with men committing in indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of the error. Basically, God is saying like, like people want people to be punished for being gay. And God is like, um, that's the punishment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean, like for for like indulging in acts that are unnatural. Like you know what I mean, like just going in, and that's what um, abomination means. For those of you who don't who don't know, it's not that God hates one sin over the other. He's saying abomination means that this goes against the direct order. Like this goes directly against the order of nature. Yeah. You know what I mean. So and so, if we're really looking at it. It's all an abomination. Sin, period, is an abomination to God because it goes against nature. It goes against his his original. It, well, it goes against his his will for the for the world and for you and for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, not to dwell on that though. And not saying that people can't be born gay. And not saying I'm not getting into all of that. But he's saying the due penalty of the error. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times when God takes his hand off or something, we see God taking his hand off of, a people or off Israel in scripture. He's like, yo, that's the penalty. Mm -hmm. And what is the ultimate penalty for sin is death. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and if we in, in hell, you know what I mean? From, from a standpoint that we can understand and, and I tell y'all this all the time on the podcast, forget the, forget the hellfire. forget the, um, forget the fire and brimstone and all of that type of stuff. Forget the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. Why do you get all of that? Because God's presence isn't there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what hell is. The, the absence of the presence of God. Period. Mm. And that's the scariest thing. That's the most heartbreaking thing. That's the thing that kills you. You know what I mean? For real, like, like you think you don't want love. You think you don't want God's love. You think you don't want his mercy. You think you don't want his grace. You think you don't want his kindness. You think you don't want his peace. It will not be there. You get what you want. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: (sighs) Huh. Verse 27, and in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit. Malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerit, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Keith, what does it have to do with the law? Everything, first of all. But it's saying, but okay, we're getting there <laughs> before mm. I get ahead of myself. For chapter two, therefore, you have no excuse. Therefore, you have no excuse. Therefore, you have no excuse. Remember, remember, uh, my guy was saying, that he's not the only one that thinks like this. He was saying, we weren't under the law. So why do we keep singing songs about wanting to be free from the law? First of all, I don't know what songs you sing in. I don't know what songs they say. i never heard a song talk about, they want to, you know what I mean, just a, a whole bunch of songs talking about wanting to be free from the law. Mm,
2: you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. If you, if you in Christ, I've never heard that, but, but Hey, if you singing that song, I would say, and you singing those songs in a certain church, I pray that you get up from under that church. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because if you are in Christ, you are a new creature and there is And there is no such law, you know what I mean, for Mm -hmm. for the believer. But we get in there. Therefore, you have no excuse. Every one of you who passes judgment for in that which you judge one another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. And we know that the judgment of God rightfully falls upon those who practice such things. But do you suppose this, O man, when you pass judgment on those who practice such things and do the same yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Mm. Or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? God's goodness should lead men to repentance. Mm. But because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God who will render to each person according to his deeds to those who by perseverance in doing good, seek for glory and honor and immortality eternal life. But to those who are selfishly ambitious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, wrath and and indignation, there will be tribulation and distress for every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and also of the Greek. And I, I guess, and, and we're getting there, but that's the thing. Like, well, what makes the Jews so special, right? We were talking about the chosen people of God. God chose the Israelites, Jews, da-da-da-da-da. He chose them to show himself to for a period of time so that ultimately he could show himself to all, all humanity, right? I'm going to give it to the, it's it's exclusive, Right? I'm going to give it exclusively so I can can really show my grace and really show my, you know what I mean? It it is a gift, ladies and gentlemen. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
1: they was like, you know, they was like, yo, you know, the Bible says he came unto his own and his own received him not. He was like, all right, well, you know what? Since y'all don't want to receive it, it's going to be available to everyone now. And that you know, what I mean that was one thing, but he also was saying like that was his plan all along. But that's why he was saying in, in Romans, I think it's Romans chapter seven. Yeah, let's go to Romans chapter seven again. Romans chapter seven, Romans chapter seven, yep, Romans chapter seven. Mm hmm. Uh or well, it wasn't nine. Yeah, I think it's nine. Yes, yes. Romans chapter nine. I am telling the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My, yeah. Oh, let, let me explain Romans real quick. <laughs> um, Paul is writing to the church in Rome. Right? So I don't know if it was multiple churches in Rome and he was just speaking to the body of Christ in Rome or whether it was just one big church in Rome and only one church. Right. Cause mm. I knew that they, I know that they were still being persecuted for being um, believers. Right. Um, so I don't know, but Romans was written to the Jews and to the Gentiles. He was writing from a Jewish standpoint to the Jews in, in that were now in Christ because they were telling that they were telling the Gentiles that they had to do Jewish practices.
2: Mhm.
1: You got to be you got to do this because we had to do this. We mm-hmm. you got to do this because we had to do this. You got to do this because we had to do and Paul was like, "Oop. Because y'all did it, they don't have to do it." Mm. <laughs> so to speak, right? Because God chose y'all to show himself to in this way. We know it to be this way, right? But now they, because, you know what I mean? Like, and that was the thing, like they were like, well, we did all the footwork and all of that. It was like, God was showing himself through y'all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
1: why they can, that's why there's a new covenant. He was showing himself through y'all. This is the God that I am. I don't play. I'm a man. I'm a God of my word. I don't, you know what I mean? And I'm a smite this. I'm a smite that. I'm a bless this. I'm gonna bless that. You know what I mean? And it was like. Yo, we, yo, I'm trying to show the distinction here. There is a distinction. Yeah. Which is why they had to be distinct. So that's why I was saying Um, Romans chapter nine can explain it better than I can. I am chapter nine, verse one. I am telling the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience testifies with me in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing grief in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed, separated from Christ for the sake of my brother and my kinsmen, according to the flesh who are Israelites. Here we go. To whom belongs the adoption as sons in the glory of the covenants and the giving of the law and the temple service and the promises who are the fathers and from whom is the Christ, according to the flesh, who is overall God bless it forever. Amen. There's one version. I think it's the New Living Translation that says who God has given the oracles. Of, 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 you know I mean? God has given the oracles of Christ. So they they were entrusted with the knowing that Christ was coming. They were entrusted with all of these things. They were entrusted with the actual law. They were entrusted with actually knowing God. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, <clears throat> I'm going to be very clear about these laws. Everybody breaking them. Right. <laughs> Everybody breaking them. But I'm going to be very clear with, with it to y'all because I'm showing y'all myself. I'm showing y'all what I require. I'm showing y'all exactly what needs to go down and how y'all, should, y'all who know me. Mm-hmm. Or or should know me or should be desiring to be in the bosom of Abraham and all of that type of stuff. Y'all can't keep it. Mm -hmm. You you can't you all of this type, all of this stuff that that we've done over all of these thousands of years. Um, here comes Adam, here comes Abraham, here comes Moses, here comes Noah, here comes Jacob, here comes Joshua, here comes you know, um, deck, here comes Elijah, here comes Elisha, here comes, you know what I'm saying? And y'all still, here comes David, like y'all still can't keep this thing. I've shown myself, I've shown y'all all of these miracles. I've shown y'all what I can do for y'all. Y'all have been my people. I have been, I have been your Lord. I have been your God and y'all have been my servants and all of this type of stuff. And y'all can't keep it
2: mm-hmm. still. Yeah.
1: Romans chapter two, which is where I was headed. Uh, Verse nine, there will be tribulation and distress for every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first, because y'all knew better. And also of the Greek because y'all knew better too. But to Mm -hmm. them first, because, because I gave them the, the, the stones.
2: I gave it directly to you.
1: Exactly. Um, verse 10 But glory and honor and peace to everyone who does good, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Mm-hmm. Here's, check verse 11 out. For there is no partiality with God. But those who are getting confused, <clears throat> you say Greek and don't say African American. Greek just means Gentile. Gentile just means anybody who is not Jewish. Mm hmm. Okay, (laughs) but glory and honor and peace, (coughs) excuse me, some dust (coughs) for there, verse 11, for there is no partiality with God for all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are just before God, but the doers of the law will be justified.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Keith so far, this man, he sounds right in what he was saying. Cause if we didn't have a law, if we didn't, we didn't have a law. How can we die under the law? if We never had it. Mm -hmm. And they had it. So he's, So he's obviously not talking to people that didn't have the law. And like you said, we're not Jewish. So Mm -hmm. I think this is where he might've stopped. He might've stopped at verse um, 13 Mm. because 14 says for when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively, that means without prompting, that just means naturally who do instinctively the things of the law, these not having the law, or are, are a law to themselves, mm. meaning meaning. I'll read it again so that y'all can get it. For when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively the things of the law, these not having the law are a law to themselves. Mm-hmm. I ain't had a law, but I still know that it's wrong for me to lie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I in Tay mentioned the word conscience. You know, in your heart, you know within yourself, this ain't right. You, you might not use the word right, you might not use the word wrong, but you know something don't feel the way that it should. You mm-hmm. know that it's not well with your soul.
2: Mm-hmm. Verse
1: 15. In that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, in that They show the work of the law written in their hearts. Their conscience bearing witness and their thoughts, alternatingly accusing or else defending them on the day when, according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I talked. I talked enough.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not for sure. Like you, you talked enough, <laughs> but like, but like, bro, that's that's good, bro. Because that even further proves the existence of our God. So mm-hmm. when we when we say things like, "Oh, the law does not apply to us, or it only applies to certain people," like we discredit just the exi- the very existence of God. The Mm. existence of God covers all of humanity, you know? Mm -hmm. And he proves it by giving us a universal truth of right Mm. and wrong. Mm. God shows his existence not only in nature, not only in his people, but Mm -hmm. also in how we operate in our day to day. Yeah, You know? Yeah. Like the fact that we can say, This is right, but this is wrong. Shows the very existence of God. So we need to understand that the law, although it was given directly to Jews, right? Mm -hmm. By way of Moses, like, it still applies to all of us because he says, oh, no, like, y'all ain't counted out. It's, It's written on your heart still. That's
1: right. Man, I want to, I want to read a little bit of chapter four, but, um, chapter three says this Romans chapter three. Then what advantage has the Jew or what is the benefit of circumcision? Now circumcision could mean literally just circumcision, meaning, you know, we were not going to get graphic. We, if we all adults here, I hope, um, or maybe not. And I don't have to be, we ain't saying nothing crazy. You could be a kid listening to this. Um, you but you know ask your mom and your dad what circumcision is right <laughs> but uh you know like you can be like circumcision can mean literally circumcised but circumcision was a was was a sign that you were Jewish you know what i'm saying it was it was very like yo if you were circumcised that meant you were clean and you were um sanctified or set apart for god the god of israel <clears throat> Right. But Romans chapter three says, then what advantage has the Jew or what is the benefit of circumcision? Great in every respect. First of all, that they were entrusted. There it is with the oracles of God. First of all, that they were entrusted with the oracle oracles of God. What then if some did not believe their unbelief would not nullify the faithfulness of God. Will it may it never be rather let God be found true. Though every man be found a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. So it's saying I just wanted to read the whole part about the oracle thing. Like, yo, that's like that's part of what separates Jewish from from Greek. Right. Not the fact that there is a law, period, but the fact that they had the law and that they had the oracles of God, like they had the you know what I mean, like God trusted them with the secrets of God. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that like it's this exclusive thing that now y'all can now enter into mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and Paul was even saying it was like what good is it like you not really who he was saying in verse 9 he like saying, who who cares about you being who cares about you being born a Jew if you are not a Jew in your heart you know what I'm saying <clears throat> Like, believers, like, like, who cares about you being born a Jew if you're not going to keep the commandments of God? That's the point of a real Jew. It was, and in chapter 4, I won't read chapter 4. We don't have time for that. But uh, chapter 4, it was go read chapter 4. It's very fascinating. He was talking about Father Abraham and why Father Abraham is our father to begin with. He was like, y'all keep talking about Abraham, how he's our forefather, and father in our faith, and da 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 Abraham wasn't even circumcised. Abraham was not circumcised when he received his promise from God, not for Abraham's sake, but for our sake, for those who didn't, for those who didn't have the law, but knew that we would still, God knew that we would still be subject to the law. he, 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 Abraham was uncircumcised at the time that he received the promise and fulfilled the promise um, and, you know, and, and believe God's promise, which is why I was like, yo, that faith that Abraham got, I love that faith. And I'm accounted to him as righteousness. I'm accredited to him as righteousness so that he could credit our faith to God as righteousness so that it will be by faith and not by works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Go read chapter four man. It's in the text. I promise you, man. What a misstep. Please do not please do not listen to that. We we if we if we if we were not under the law, there would be no need. There would be no need for Christ to free us from the law.
2: Amen. True.
1: And you know, read read all the Romans because it goes on to talk about how we are no longer in the flesh, which causes us to keep disobeying the law. Now it's no longer us Whenever we commit sin It's no longer us But it is our flesh Because we are in the spirit now And all of that type of stuff Yeah How does that apply to us But not the fact that there's a law That we need that we need to abide by No, no Fam Know this Whether you believe in Christ or not Whether you believe in Christ as your Lord and Savior or not If you do not know him If you do not know him, if you have not, forget know him, if you have not given your life to him, because knowing him is a process, but you could give your life to him right away, right? If you have not given your life to him, you are still under the law. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why it's important for us to talk about this, not so that we could prove somebody wrong, but so that we because the Bible said, let God be true and every man be alive. We just read it. But so that you could so that there would be no excuse because there is no excuse. The Bible said that there is no excuse. You are. There is no excuse. Oh, well, we're not under the law because I'm not Jewish. That's not an excuse. Mm
2: hmm. And it's also to encourage you to go back and to read your Bible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, not even like not no, like I promise you, bro. That was not like to try to be funny. No, it's
1: it's still it's funny.
2: But but absolutely. <laughs> because the reality is we got, we could also be wrong. Like we not wrong about this. Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Like you got wrong about of, this at the end of the day. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go back and you gotta look at it for yourself. You know, even yeah. if you have somebody who you trust, you still need to go back and you need to read what they're talking about. Like, as Keith, go ahead,
1: no, yeah, no, I'm just piggybacking off of what you said. Uh, the Bible says, as um, you know, study to show that self approved, a workman need if not to be ashamed. Continue, my bad. Yeah,
2: I was mm-hmm. just gonna say. As Keith was bringing up scriptures, like, he brought up a lot of great scriptures. I really hope that the listeners who are either on right now or will be on, that they are mm-hmm. really following along with what's going on. Because mm-hmm. as you follow along, that's not only something to go back and fact check what's being said, but it's also little deposits in your spirit so that you now know this as well.
0: mm mm-hmm
1: exactly so you won't be so you won't be easily um swindled and swayed you know what i mean because that sounded nice right mm-hmm. yo we was never under the law to begin with cuz we not jews it don't so the law don't apply to you mm-hmm. it's like no 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 please do not be misled the law applies to you mm-hmm. you weren't given it that's like that's like ooh uh, mm-hmm. this is this is what it is mm I wasn't in school i wasn't in school that day so i didn't get the homework Mm -hmm. sir you knew that you knew that you knew every day you knew every day that we get homework Mm -hmm. whether you were there or not you knew that you had homework
2: Mm -hmm. it is truly your
1: job to get the
2: homework that's a good analogy
1: you know what I mean? Now, thank God that we have a God that, you know what I mean? Sometimes you got those teachers that will drop the homework off at your, at your, at your, at your house and all of that type of stuff. And that's what God did. Mm-hmm. So, but, so you, but then you got somebody up on stage saying God never dropped the homework off. So it don't apply to us. Okay. When <laughs> final, well, Okay. When, when that final grade comes, and, well i didn't have a homework because i didn't know that we had homework no you knew that we had homework you know just talking about you know like jesus was talking about the um the the servant with with one talent what did he do he went he took that he took that talent and he hit it mm-hmm. talking about something i knew the type of i knew the type of lord you were um so i i i just hid it and here go here it go back no if you knew the type of of lord that i was you knew that i would want you to multiply and you knew that so you a liar and you lazy the hmm. part for me right and hmm. so that's that's a, that's our whole point man um i want to talk a little bit more about the law um hopefully tail come back um and we'll continue to talk about the law man um because i think in this day and age we just like to live as free as we want to live like it's like the because the Bible goes on to say Romans goes on to say like when it talks about the law and how we are no longer under the law it's like yo um it's like yo so so now like we don't need the law the law was evil mm-hmm. and he's like no the law showed us like Tay was saying it's a mirror it shows us how much we needed a savior and and so no it, we don't do away with the law we now establish the law mm-hmm. the Bible says we are now able to. We are now able to go on. We are now able to do life as if we can do the law Mm -hmm. because with Christ, because now we have Christ and Christ lives in us. We can now do the law.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We can now. We are now free to do what we could not do under the law. We are now free to do under grace. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Glory to
0: God.
2: Yeah. Like, scripture definitely uh just paints a picture of like Christ coming to fulfill the law not abolish mm. it to fulfill mm. it Jesus so since go ahead
1: no no go ahead
2: so since he fulfilled it right a lot of the times we could be like oh well i ain't got to do xyz well like bro there's still a, a moral like calling that every believer should like fight for every day you know, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. not to say that your salvation comes from works. Right. But mm-hmm. your salvation produces works. It does. Yeah. Because if you say I am truly a Christ follower, then your actions will show that you're a Christ follower. Exactly. One, you'll read the Bible. Right. Yeah. As you read the Bible, the word is getting inside of you and it's changing the way that you think about things. Your world. Yeah, view, yeah. Right. Which changes yeah. the way that you talk. To your pray, you know what I'm saying? Prayer mm-hmm. is a big component of Christianity, bro. Like, you need it because at the end of the day, it's literally you talking to God, it's you asking God to help you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm a Bible teacher here. Um, well, I ain't gonna say where I live, but anywho, I'm mm-hmm. a Bible teacher, and I a lot of the times I will have to pray in order to do my classes. Because without mm. that prayer, I'll be shaky. I'll be nervous. Like right, I right. remember, I remember, I remember there were days when I would just like forget to pray, and I'm like, oh shoot, I need to pray. That's mm-hmm. why I'm so nervous right now. That's why I'm so this. That's why I'm so that. Right. We need right. the help from the Spirit in order to move properly.
1: mm Hmm. It is. It's in Him I live, move, and have my being. Absolutely. Um. In Him. Um, Galatians chapter 5, verse 14 says, For the whole law can be summed up in this one command: love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Matthew chapter 7, verse 12 says, Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law in the prophets. It's the law, bro. Like mm-hmm. And that's the that's the whole Garden of Eden thing. We we are going back to the original mandate, the original establishment of what Christ of what in Christ, the Holy Spirit and God, three and one have set in place. True community. They had community with one another. They and they do still, and they want that for us, and they want that in the purest way, and they will have it. Mm. You know what I mean? And so that's the whole thing. Like, yo, like, man, what is, what, what really should I do? Like, what really should, what should I, should I forgive? Is it right for me to forgive this person? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like, is it right for me to have peace? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it right for me to, um, reconcile with this person? Yes. If, as much as possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, and that's what forgiveness is, is the, Treat as treat a person as though they've never wronged you. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Is like rewind, put it back in place.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think we pretty much like did what we had to do, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me and my wife were just talking about it today and it's a mm-hmm. little bit off the topic, but it still applies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when pastors like get up in the pulpit and they had their notes, right? And they go off script. <laughs> sometimes it could be of the spirit, but then sometimes <laughs> it's like, nah, you just going off script. And then that's where you get the times where they just get to saying stuff and it's like, uh, I don't know if that's all the way right. Yeah, Because you done went off script, you done went yeah. past what you didn't study for, and yeah. now you just talking,
1: yeah. And you think it's God just because you are talking, uh
2: huh.
1: And, and you it ain't always that man. Um, I think that's I ain't mad at. I'm not mad at prophetic preaching. I'm not mad at prophetic churches. I'm not mad at churches with other giftings and all of that type of stuff. Oh, not but no. in decency. Everything must be done in decency and in order, right? Uh-huh. And so. I don't know. A lot of times people, they exalt prophecy over, over scripture and you should not do that. And mm-hmm. this would be a prime example as to why not. Cause people, so many people, Oh, let's, let's find a new revelation. Let's find something new. Let's oh, find this epiphany. Yeah. an epiphany and all of this type of stuff. And it's like, sometimes like whatever you are looking for, but well, not all, not sometimes whatever you are looking for. Is in the word if you can't align with what God is telling you with the word, that's not God. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's that should be prophecy one on one. If mm-hmm. if I cannot if I cannot back this up with scripture, it is not of God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, so um. I appreciate y'all listening to this all 100 all one hour and 12 minutes, go and counting of this. I appreciate Tay for being here. Um, uh, thank God for the group chat is not done. I think I told y'all I plan on doing some other stuff with that. Um, uh, I don't know when we'll be back to do one of these. I'm I'm in that season right now, so you might be getting a whole bunch of episodes a whole bunch of stuff. Let's pray that that's the case, right? I don't got nothing else to do, but podcast, go to work, take care of my daughter. So, you know what I mean? So that's, that's what it is. And so hopefully, um, we'll be able to knock a few of these out of the park. I was telling my friend, um, Sarah Grace Bell, shout out to her, um, that I pray this helps is one of those things that I do when the spirit unctions me to do it. Mm. And that's just kind of how I have to go about it. Um, because, no, like if I don't feel like doing it, it's just it's not one of those things that I can just come in here every week and will myself to do. It's literally the Lord saying it's time to do this. And so mm. that's what it is. That's how it's going to be. Um, Tay, anything yes, before we get out of here? anything before we get out of here?
2: No, sir. No, sir. That's all I got.
1: Y'all, I really yeah. appreciate you, man. Thanks. Thank you to you. Thank you for your uh, thank your wife for letting you come out here. And, and do this, man. Appreciate it. Um, always want to honor the the man of the house and the woman of the house if there is one, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I do the same thing with Alicia and anybody who's married that comes on here because I know time spent away is time spent away. You know what I mean? So I, I greatly mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, as that is your first ministry. So my first ministry is my daughter, Bailey. Daddy mm-hmm. loves you. <laughs>
2: That's what's up, man.
1: Peace.